0: Good morning, good afternoon, how you doing out there today? This is David Robert for the Adult Fitness Podcast. Hope you are having a wonderful start to your July. It's July 2nd, 2022. And before we kick things off, I just want to let you know, I want to thank you for listening and um, really appreciate anybody who takes the time out of their busy day, their busy schedule to... Uh, you know just listen right I uh, really appreciate it so um just want to let you know that you can find us wherever you get your podcasts I mean we're everywhere from Google Play to stitcher to Podbean, bean uh, iTunes <clears throat> we are there uh, we just started the YouTube channel and so um, we're gonna have some videos coming out for that this Monday uh, Lord willing everything goes well no problems uh, hopefully you guys like it. Uh, it'll, it'll be a video version. Obviously, uh, we'll still have the audio version that'll be out here on, on, a uh, on the podcast format, but, you know, just trying something new, looking to mix it up and see if people like it or not, you know? Um, so today, uh, and if you hear me, uh, you know, huffing, I'm on the bike here, just getting some cardio in. So hopefully it's not too, uh, too distracting there for you, but, um, Today we're gonna be talking about getting back to working out after a long layoff. Uh, I myself have had a bit of a a dry spell for for my workouts. You know, you just hit a a little bit of a a time where you're either injured, which I was, uh, both my knees swelled up, I don't know if it's arthritis, whatever the case is, Um, but, you know, if if you have uh, an illness, if you have, Issues with work, right? If you've been laid off or trouble at work, issues with the family, let's say somebody has gotten sick, passed away, or you're just dealing with um, issues between communication, or if it's just, you've just got the blahs, you know, like you you just don't have anything you're really shooting for, which, and again, you do need to be, you know, you want to have general good health and everything else, but hey, you know, you might have a situation where you're just not motivated to go down into the basement or the garage, or head to the gym and pound out the work. You know, uh, it's sometimes it's it's really difficult to find that motivation to find your why as to why you're still even doing this. And so we're going to look into some ways in which you can kind of get back into working out after a long layoff. And then what also happens. To, um, to help you avoid injury and things of that nature, but also what happens when, when you, you do come back and you've got that renewed energy, you know? How you can keep, keep that going. So, first thing we're gonna be chatting about, we're talking about is why you stepped away in the first place. I know when I used to work at the front desk at a commercial gym, you would see people that would be hot and heavy, they would sign up for the membership, and they'd go, you know, they'd go hard for that week, maybe even two. And then as time waned on, you know, people would, I would see less and less of them coming into the gym. You know, um, there was a gentleman I, I remember that used to come every day, uh, really cool guy. There was another gentleman I knew who was, uh, he worked seasonal work, so he would be sporadic already, but he would come in when he wasn't working twice, to all, sometimes three times a day you know, and he would hit the morning, the noon, and then the afternoon, and he would be super strict with his diet, and then we wouldn't see him after, we'd see him for three months, and then we wouldn't see him for another four, then he'd be right back, you know, he was either all or nothing, you know, and he would come back, and he wouldn't be in super horrible shape, but he still would, you know, have a little bit of that, that gym rust on him, and, and so you had people like that, and I would always ask questions as to, hey, you know, what, what happened, what's going on? And the number one issue that I always found with people that did not keep that intensity or that stepped away for a little bit was outside influences. And so uh, a little bit of backstory. When I was listening to a podcast, this was when Kobe Bryant was still alive. um, He talked about how he was able to put in 8 to 10 to sometimes 12 hours a day training. Now, he wanted to be the best basketball player he possibly could be. And that was his motivation for the first, you know, 60 to 75% of his career. He said as he ended the latter parts of his career, um, when he was still in championship form around 2010, he wanted to be somebody that made everybody else around him better. And that, and in doing so, it was a lot easier for people to carry the load for him to be a champion, for their team to be a champion, as you saw with the 2000, I believe it was 9 and 10 um, the 2009, to 2010, and 2010 to 2011, I believe Lakers. If I'm not mistaken, they won back to back, and those were the last two championships he won. He won three other ones, three, uh, I believe it was three championships with uh, with Shaquille O'Neal and the Phil Jackson era Lakers from that that you know that that dynasty era. But he was always stating that because he was able to train that that length of time he had a huge support system now for a lot of us who are you know maybe lower to middle maybe even a little bit upper upper middle class most people that are you know going to a commercial type of gym aren't in that elite sort of uh, state to have people around them, such as a chef, to prepare your meals, to make sure you have the right portion sizes, to prep um, your, your shakes and everything else, to make sure that you have what you need. You just grab and go. You know, most of us don't have somebody that can watch your kids 24-7 while you perform on the court or, you know, perform on, on the ice or the pitch or wherever you are. And then there's a lot of people that don't have um, you know, someone to like a planner or an assistant to make sure that your meetings are all moved and that you're, you're, j- it's, it's just a free runway for you to just perform, for you to get on your sneakers, get your gear, get your stuff in your gym bag, and just go. And one, one thing in particular was the fact that Kobe Bryant, I mean, is an all star, NBA great, made so much money his uh, his wife was able to also, you know, be a stay-at-home mom and make sure everything was running smoothly so he could have that freedom of mind and that freedom of space in his head to just go and do what he needed to do. And many people don't have that. You know, something's going to come up, be it your car needs to get fixed, right? Or there's a leaky roof or renovations around the house or something is going to happen that's going to take away your attention from the gym, right, you know, just something's going to come up that's going to take precedence over you, you know, hitting the, hitting the iron, and unfortunately that's just something that we have to, I guess you could say, put into our, our, state of, um, our state of planning to work out, and so rather than think, man, you know what, I don't, if something happens, oh my gosh, like I just can't handle it, I just can't deal with it find, you know, like actually plan interruptions into your workout schedule or into your workout planning and ask yourself, hey, if something happens with my car, how will I get my workouts in? Or how will I be able to maintain my level of fitness? It might be, okay, um, plan a scenario out where, hey, you know what? Your car has a flat tire right after work. Okay, cool. So even if you get it taken care of, get it towed to the shop, still make sure that, hey, you know, after work, um, I'm going to, I'll have a backup workout ready to go. So right before bed, uh, I've got, you know, the floor, I can do my push-ups, my sit-ups, my crunches, my ab work, you know, burpees if your knees are, aren't as old as mine, you know, and you're able to get it in. Um, so that's one thing. There's always going to be something uh, we have to remember that's going to get in the way of that's just life um, very few of us have the resources to make sure that everything else is taken care of from our bills to house renovations to, our, to taking care of our kids picking them up from school, bringing them home you know, making sure dinner's on the table you know, working a 9 to 5 or in some cases a 5 to 9 you know? and so finding and being honest with yourself I think is another really good tip just to say hey you're going to have interruptions your kid's gonna get sick your your wife might um, you or the husband you you guys might get into it and have an argument you know or um, your training partner that you've had you know may start to flake on you and so now you know the energy that you were kind of looking for was kind of done so always always plan for the fact that something might happen actually not something might something will happen and have like a backup you know so I knew somebody who used to leave, um, she used to leave her, her gym clothes in the car and she would always change them out. So every morning, I'm sorry, not every morning, but every night before, you know, she went to bed, she would literally put her stuff in her, in her car, in the, in the trunk. And so she had her shoes, underwear, change of clothes, gym stuff, whatever, um, had her (laughs) pre-workout. She was ready to go. Like she just had the gym bag, just threw it in the trunk and it was a non-negotiable, as soon as she was driving home from work, she'd stop. Like she would, literally stop at the gym. She would be done work at I think four, and like you know, her kids were old enough so they could make their way home. And then she would either have dinner already ready to go in the fridge or whatever for the family to heat up. But she would make sure from four till you know five thirty that was her time, you know. And so, if I, I think the um, the thing that uh, the second point that I want to make. I uh, kind of jumping off that, uh, off the lady that I was talking about was to create an environment where there are no excuses, right? So whenever, I, I found this really interesting when I was um, doing some research for this, where anytime you sign a mortgage or you, you know, you sign a rental agreement or a car note payment agreement to, to you know, make monthly payments, you never hear anybody saying, I'll try to pay my mortgage. Or I will, if everything works out, I'm going to do my best to feed my kid, you know, or to go to the bathroom or to brush my teeth. At the end of the day, people know that there are certain things that are non-negotiable if you want to lead a healthy life. So, great example, if you are somebody who values water and doesn't want to be homeless, you're going to make sure you pay your bills no matter what, you know, you'll... You know, I know people will you know, say what they want, but people will go without a lot of things to make sure that they don't go hungry, that they don't go without shelter, and they don't go without the essentials, which is why so many times, you know, your gym membership gets kicked to the curb when you can't pay your rent. But if you have it in your, in your mind and you set up a schedule where, okay... I know, first of all, things will go wrong, so I have a backup workout for all that kind of stuff. But I also have a system where this is a non-negotiable. This is not something that, you know, is going to be a maybe or we'll see. This is uh when I get up and I'm breathing, it's going to get done. All right, so it creates this feeling of there's no excuse. Now, obviously, if you get hurt, or if you're physically unable to make it, or, you know, there's like... Bad weather conditions and it's just not safe. Then that's where you have your backup workouts and, and everything else. You're able to fall back on that. But as far as actually creating an environment where there's no excuse, you can you can have set, set up a um, accountability partner like a training partner. You can have a a competition going on where you have a, a weight loss sort of um, you know plan. That you're doing with your office or your friends or your family that keeps you, you know, okay, we know that he has to do this or she has to do this because, hey, you signed up for a race or you sign up for some form of competition where, you know, on this date, I have to show up looking or feeling or being in a certain type of condition to compete regardless of what I'm feeling. So yeah, you might have had a crummy day at work and you're driving home and you don't wanna get that workout in, but it doesn't matter because you've already made these prior commitments. And so I think that's the third point I wanna to jump to, a little segue there, is having something to shoot for. You know, if you've, if you've stepped away from the gym for any period of time, you don't, you don't have that motivation, which I always like to say motivation is like a warm bath. We all need it, but it's not lasting. You know, discipline is what's gonna keep you there. But if you have something you're shooting for, it gives you that, I wouldn't say motivation, but I would say that, d- that drive to keep going because you know, okay, like um, I've got a race, like a, a 5K or a 10K. So I know every day after work or before work, I got to lace these shoes up and I got to put in these, these kilometers. I got to put in these miles. I got to make sure I'm doing, you know, at least an hour plus on the track, on the trail, on the treadmill, the bike, the rower, your air bike, whatever it is, and make sure that I'll be ready for this. Because nothing (laughs) will motivate you more or light a fire under that ass if for whatever reason you know, okay, man, I've put down, I don't know how much it costs for a, like a triathlon, but let's say, let's say something like that, you know, where it's something you're shooting for. And I also want to say on top of that, you want to make sure that it's something that is big enough to make you want to rise up to the occasion. So when you you have, you have sign up for your race, okay, let's say you sign up for a 2K or a 5K. Now, if you're, if you're capable of doing that, that's awesome. Um, if you're just working up to that and you're like, oh man, I don't know if I can even do one, then five is, is awesome. But you got to make sure that it's something that is beyond that comfort level. And it's going to force you to have to grow into something more. So it could be, all right, I got. I've got a like a Spartan race. I've got a mud run. I've got um, a Death Valley hike, you know, in Arizona, or the Grand Canyon. Or I've got like you know, I'm I'm going mountain climbing, or I'm I'm doing some really da- not dangerous, but very challenging hike where it's going to be you know like 20 to 30 k, almost like let's say it's it's a 40 k hike. You're doing 10 k a day, right? You pack in, you pack out, and you make sure that you're in the, a proper proper shape to do it. You know, so you check with your doctor, you make sure everything's ready to go, all systems check, and then you're constantly training towards that thing. And I, I, I've, um, one of my main goals for next year, I haven't told too many people this, but is to do another, we used to do these hikes with a group of friends of ours, uh, and it's been about 10 years since I've done one. The last one was 2012, and since then, you know, you have kids, and you get a house, and you know, you might have an injury or two, (laughs) or three, you know, I mean, since that, I've had the appendix surgery, I had uh, to remove it, I had, you know, my knees acting up, and just making the decision to get healthy, to a healthy weight is motivation, but it's, my other one is, I really want to do a hike. And it could be with the family or, you know, with a small group of people, but something that really challenged me. So we're in July, you know, my goal is to have, is to do one in June or July of of next year. And, you know, we could, we could always do one in memory of or whatever, but it's, it's for this group I'm starting called the Mountain Goats. And, um, you know, it's, I mean, we're not spring chickens anymore. You know, people who have been in the in the fitness game for a while or if you've been training for a long time, you know, you know that we we all get into these lulls, but for me that's my motivation, you know, and to also live healthier and and to be, you know, just around. But having something to shoot for is ridiculously insanely important because when when it's, you know, when it's when it's minus 40, right? And and your basement is you know or the gym is far away or there's every excuse in the book that you don't want to train that you're like oh forget this <laughs> you know we've all felt like that like who wants to you know go through the slush you know and and oh oh there's a party right or oh my gosh there's a there's a great show on Netflix and everyone's talking about it or the new the new Marvel movie dropped or the new whatever you know, and, and it's like, hey, your man's calling you up. He's got free tickets to the game or, or whatever, right? But if you know, if you're not putting in that, that effort from, from now, by the time the event comes, you're not going to be up for it. And, it's, and I, I got to tell you from, from experience, when you are prepping for something and you try to cheat the grind... You know, you skip a workout here or you don't commit to it fully. We've all done it, right? You know, you've got 10 reps on that squat rack, you know, five sets and you skip the fourth or you skip the fifth, you know, or you go half-assed on it, or, you know, you got to go ass to grass when you're squatting and you just go halfway, you just go past parallel or, or, you know, what? I won't squat today. It's just the leg press, right? You can't be, um... You can't be non-committal to the workout and to the prep and expect the actual execution of the event to go well if you're if you're cutting corners, right? So, having a motivation is 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 key, one of the major keys. You know, where to DJ Khaled? One of the keys to uh to making sure that you're actually staying in the gym and not stepping away. And I think the third one that I really want to touch on that is something that is near to me is that. One of the bigger reasons why people step away or, you know, is that they're not, it's, it's, it is environment, I feel. I personally feel that you need to make your exercise, workout, training space. If you're fortunate, blessed enough, lucky enough to be able to afford equipment or, you know, you've cobbled together stuff over the last couple of years, and now you've got you know a, a lovely little setup or you've got a basement gym or or you have a really good gym that you go to you know if you live in an apartment and you just can't you just don't have the space right you gotta ask yourself what is the environment like because at the end of the day right right you gotta have you want to have that motivation to to keep going you want to have uh, a reason as to why you're you're doing what you're doing you know, you got to have something that you're shooting for But you also need, it's, it's about that, that, that feel, that vibe You know, when you walk into some places And you look around, if it's a restaurant Or if it's, you know, barber shop, And you see everybody having a good time You see, you know, friendly banter going back and forth You, you got this good energy You want to be there and when it comes to training, when it comes to working out, when it comes to um, getting your body in shape and putting in the hard work, it's, it's hard. It's, now again, these are first world problems because in a par- lot of parts of the world, they don't have gyms because people walk everywhere. <laughs> you know, people, people have to be athletic and fit just to survive. But in areas where, hey, you know what, you're, you're training for things, you, if you walk into a gym and the front desk, kind of, you know, kind of shitty to you. You know, they don't, they don't, they don't really care about learning your name. They don't really care about if you show up or not. You know, um, you walk in, the place is dirty. You know, that's always been a pet peeve of mine. Gyms that, that nobody cares about. You know, cleaning the bathrooms or the locker rooms or cleaning the lockers even. You know, just making sure there's no. Uh, I, I went I, the last gym I worked at uh, was a 24-hour gym, and it was such a clean gym because of me and, the, and a lot of the other people there and because there was a culture of, you know, okay, this is going to be one of the cleanest gyms in the city. So when people would come in, they'd marvel and be, oh my gosh, like you guys actually dust the equipment, you know, like you actually put the weights back, like stuff isn't scattered all over the floor, you know, you guys have things when things are broken. Um, this, this was a little bit of a pet peeve of mine. When things were broken, it would take forever to fix it. Because you had to go through like five different chains of command, but nonetheless, you know, um, stuff would get would get fixed on a semi regular basis. But you know, I, I remember training clients at the city gyms, and one of my one of my uh, clients, we were we were down in the um, this was in the Corona uh, gym here in Edmonton, and I remember there was a dusty wall right next to the back like if you've ever been to Coronation Gym you head down down to it and, and you hook a you hook a right and you go past the leg press you go past their Smith machine no not the Smith machine but you go past the all um, oh, the new hammer strength stuff that they just put up a few years back and there was this dust like a dusty wall and nobody you can tell nobody really touched that area so what I did is I drew a little happy face all with a smile on the wall and I was like yeah. Hey, because it was, a, I think it was a Thursday session, and we had, uh, we were coming back for Monday. I said, okay, if we come back, and this is still here, this is disgusting. And we came back, and sure enough, it was still there, right? So, you know, you want to be in a place that's clean. You want to be in a place that has, uh, that has not, maybe not the latest equipment, but at least they keep up, you know. And this was another pet peeve of mine: is that staff that didn't lift, you know, like. You want to have people at your front desk that are managers or supervisors that actually are a part of gym culture. And what I mean by that is it's, it's, it's ridiculously frustrating to talk to somebody about gym culture that, isn't, that just works at a place but doesn't really care. So a good example is we had an argument with two guys in particular, um, a gentleman I'd spoken about before who would always come in, you know, for <laughs> at a... Um, for three months hardcore and then be gone. And he was your, your, your you know, your basic gym bro. You know, um, your basic, you know, the dude who was like, had the water jug, had the gym bag. And I love those guys, right? Because they're there all the time. And he would get a little bit hot-headed. And so he was doing a super set where he was working on, I believe, the seated row and he was also on the smith machine so he was working he's doing like seated rows and then he was also doing i believe smith deadlifts if i'm not mistaken so he was like going back and forth and there was a gentleman who was like hey would you mind if i you know i see you're not using this piece of equipment right now and he's like well you know hold on i'm just you know i'm just supersetting here now i knowing i you know myself working in gyms for the last decade plus you know, training people, keeping abreast of gym culture, it's second nature to me. You know, it's, you you know, okay, you kind of ask, hey, you mind if I work in, right? And and that kind of thing. Now, for people who are prepping for a show, who have various um, training, you know, needs, then obviously, you know, okay, if I, if I come head to a gym, it's a gym I've never been in before, I'm well aware of gym culture, so if I know if a guy's, you know, working on two pieces of equipment... To, to an outsider it might seem like okay that, that guy's just hogging the equipment but the reality is he is, he's doing something that's part of just the gym ambiance and the way things are done in certain gyms. Now to be fair the gym that I worked at necessarily wasn't a bodybuilding type of training facility. We had one squat rack for crying out loud, right? But that being the case this, this gentleman who wanted to work in, who, who claimed this guy was you know hogging everything just didn't know so they started they started yelling at each other and then pushing each other so if I'm not mistaken I think it was right around the time we had our first kid and I had had no sleep and I just like I wasn't having any of it I just screamed at both of them and said get the hell out (laughs) you know now they they ended up you know making uh, not making out but um you know um shaking hands making good and it was all good but when the environment of a place is not conducive to a friendly fun kind of area where you can come and get in and just feel welcomed not feel judged not because I know a lot of people would say well oh you know someone's someone's you know fat or, or big or whatever you know fat shaming is a good thing and you know to a certain extent yes it's it's not a bad thing to have a little bit of shame or anger to say, hey, I gotta get, I let myself go. I gotta get my diet on, all right. I gotta get my workouts right. Like, this is just, you know. But it's one thing to make fun of somebody who's doing something wrong. Like, oh, this person's overweight, yet they're at the McDonald's, you know, uh, <laughs> doing the Lord's work, you know. Whereas if they're in the gym and they're eating healthy and you're still making fun of them and you're still feeling judged, you know, it's like, ah, come on. You know, um, I, I remember talking to a lot of women um, at the front desk asking them if they felt comfortable because you know a lot of equipment that you're on, you feel exposed. You're in in various positions, and you don't, you don't, you know, you don't want people staring at you. That's why there are female-only gyms because of the harassment some women feel. You know, you just check it out online, the latest, um, <laughs> you know, gym fail and see guy. You know, so the environment's super important. You know, how does the how does the front desk um, take on complaints? Is the management there? And if they are there, are they actually, you know, trying to make this place as hospitable as, as possible, you know? So I think there's a lot of, of ways that we could see what happens and why people leave the gym. But I think the, the one last thing I want to mention is, is overall, regardless of where you work out or if it's at home or wherever, when you sometimes stepping away is not a bad thing. You know, I think that it can be healthy that if you are hard, you know, hardcore at the gym 5 days out of the week, you know, for the last couple of months straight, it might be refreshing to try something new. So, I'm not saying stop working out altogether. I'm not saying stop training. I'm saying, hey, you might try to something try something different. You know, if you've been you know, in the iron game for a while, you might try a rock climbing gym, you know, or swimming, you know, or, um, what else, uh, or, or spin classes, you know, something to keep your heart rate up and everything else, but just a different point of view. And I think what, what can happen there is when you, when you do, you know, mix it up a little bit with other forms of fitness where you're not just not working out, but you're actually, it's like maybe a boxing gym or a Muay Thai or or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, or running, you know, or some other activity, or or even just a sport, you know. It, you might say, Hey, you know what? Um, I'm getting banged up in the gym. I I'd love to join a rec league for hockey. You know, it's fun. It's you know, you're meeting new people. Or it could be, um, Hey, I wanna I wanna join a baseball league. You know, or just something that allows me to still be active but it changes the scenery you know and, and there's a lot of gems out there depending on who you sign up with that you can put your membership on hold uh, some are so cheap like fit for less or um oh, what's the new one that's just showed up here um and there's anytime fitness there's fit for less and then there's um oh oh my gosh what is the other one uh, planet fitness where the memberships are like Oh my gosh, I think like 15-20 bucks a month. So you could even say, hey, you know what? Like I could take at the price I'm paying, even if they won't put it on a hold for me, at 15, 15 bucks, you could say, you know what? The money I'm saving coming to this gym, I'm gonna I'm just gonna run outside, or I'm gonna bike, or I'm gonna do something different where I'm getting a different stimuli, different a different form of engagement, and I'm I'm just you know, going to reignite the passion, you know, for fitness. So I hope this is something that can kind of help you not to feel like, Oh man, if you haven't been in the gym for a long time, there's something wrong with you or, or if you haven't worked out in a while that, you know, you're, you're weird or you're off, but no, it's, this happens to all of us. And regardless of what society or people might say, sometimes a break is good. Uh, My suggestion is just as long as you're taking that break, make sure that it is you are doing something active, you know, and that you are engaging in a way that's still getting you a workout, still getting you breathing hard, but, um, you know, just something different. So hopefully this is something that resonated with you that added some value to your day. I know that there's so much information online that we can kind of, Kind of take into account that it can make us it could just be overwhelming you know it could literally be to the point where everything we're listening to and watching could be so like i don't know it could be just so overwhelming so you know uh, just take it take it as much as you can um, you know be good to yourself out there and make sure that no matter what you're doing that you're just staying active And, you know, taking as as best care uh, of yourself as you can. So until next time, I want you guys just to keep fit and have fun. Take care out there.